Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. coffee is freshly roasted and ethically sourced it's music to your ears shake up the way you wake up at kingscoastcoffee.com well welcome to episode 115 of star wars and scotch and pizza hey man sometimes they got a variety is the spice of life tim a wise person once told me spices on your pizza uh i like garlic you like putting like uh like pepper flakes sometimes depends on the pizza depends where i am like if it's a white pizza, which I can't eat anymore because dairy, um, I would do pepper on white pizza. Mm. Right. I I gave you your first white pizza when we went to Kings Coast two years wow, ago. Wow, when you say it like that, it sounds very <laughs> sexual. Holy <laughs> shit, Kevin! I promise you, I did nothing to the pizza. It, we were in New oh York visiting Kings Coast, and he Jeez. got a white slice of pizza. If you don't know what that is, it's no sauce, four cheeses on pizza. That's it. Sawdust. No sauce. Emphasis on no sauce. Do I have to say that over and over again? No sauce. Um, but yeah, Tim had his first weird episode. <laughs> I want to try and work uh, pizza into every conversation. Like, hey, do you think the Mandalorian culture has a version of pizza? Welcome to Star Wars and pizza. That's right. We decided to rebrand. <clears throat> Sponsored by Papa Sponsored John's. By Papa John's. Shaquille O'Neal will be our guest next week. Holy shit. That would be cool. That would be so cool. Um, what do I have to say? Kings Coast, kingscoastcoffee.com. <laughs> oh, man, there's some good stuff coming at the end of the month. Uh, uh, barrels are being used. I think Wayne talked about it, though, right? Didn't he? Yeah, there's literally a fucking TikTok about it. Oh, there you go. All right. So uh, Heartbreak Reserve uh, and then um, bar- what is it? Barrel aged what? I keep getting confused because I'm like operating in April right now mentally. Uh, I don't know. It's I don't know what what barrels we used. I don't know. Anyway, there's good coffee. Kingscoastcoffee.com. I'm drinking it this morning. You need to drink more. <laughs> I didn't drink any yet because it's too hot. I'm gonna take a sip now of this delicious Kings Coast coffee, and you're all gonna listen to it. Oh, I was hoping the broadcast. Oh, it's still really hot, but so good. Oh, it burns. <laughs> it's delicious though, but it hurts. <laughs> 
<laughs> Kingsghostcoffee.com. It was Mayday, by the way, that I'm drinking. Um, Good old Trevor. Mayday's getting a makeover, by the way. So if you want the Mets bag, get it, keep it, because it's gonna it's gonna change soon. Because oh, Trevor, right. be, it'll be a relic. Trevor signed a one-year contract with the A's, so uh, <laughs> I said the thing to beat. I was like, Trevor said we should redo the bag, uh, and actually, we told Trevor we were going to redo the bag. And Pete's like, I gotta go with green and yellow. This is going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> So Mayday will have a new bag going into go the Trevor. new baseball season. Go Trevor. Let's go Trevor. <laughs> Tim doesn't watch baseball. He just watches Trevor. Yeah. Uh, I just, if Trevor's playing, let's go Trevor. And if they, if they win, I just, let's go Trevor. Oh man. Kingsgoscoffee.com. So yeah, if you want the, the Mayday bag, get it. Cause uh, it's not going to be uh, blue and orange for much longer. <sighs> Anything going on at lab 77? Uh, not yet. Not yet. We're uh, we're still planning. We're gonna get a, a new machine. Uh, I was gonna say you purchased a new machine, didn't you? Yeah, we got some new stuff coming. We can do some new things, so that's exciting. Cool, um, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. And then that's all I got. And then making it weird for me and Tim. GCX will be here before you know it. GCXevent.com. Get your tickets. Uh, uh, huge announcement coming at the end of the month uh, involving the after party for GCX this year. So um, stay tuned. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. Yeah. August 4th. I think, I think Tim, that we are we have gone above and beyond with this after party. I think this is going to be well received and and something folks have been asking for for many years, in my opinion. If not, they're going to hear it. <laughs> I got a lot of problems with you people. Ah, uh, <sighs> well, <clears throat> bad batch. Go yeah, ahead and say nice, it. I know nice, you're dying to say it. Say nice it. Filler episode. There it is. Yeah, oh, I had very little interest in this episode. Man, I found myself. I, Checking my I, phone. <laughs> I tuned out real quick. All right, glad was it wasn't like, me. I was like, man, this is just a pod race episode. It's cool. Riot race. It was. Oh, okay. Oh, he was pod racing with guns this time. Cool. Yeah. It was like, um, uh, uh, where the fuck did Hunter and Echo go? On a mission to on deliver a mission, some delivering, nuggets. They're delivering nuggets. Like, what is this? Chicken. I guess it's the Star Wars version of chicken nuggets. I think that was the inside. I think that was like a Mandalorian reference. All I want is my chalky milk and chicken nuggies. I mean, mm-hmm. hey, Sid's a business business person. She needs to uh, get stuff done across the galaxy. So if she's getting paid to deliver chicky nuggets, then uh, she's going to get chicky nuggets delivered. What a weird episode. I, I like the droid, and then they killed the droid. Multiple times. Yeah, I mean, like he was cool. <laughs> I was like, that was a neat looking droid. That was that was very new to me. Don't get um, attached. Yeah, we uh, we got to see that. Um, what are they called? Hold on. Um, I had I, uh, the the Dewootens. Dewootens. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the uh, little the other guy. We, we, the first time we saw them was in episode seven. And I was like, is this the same dude? It's not the same guy. Nope. Um, Malegi. The guy's name. So yeah, it, it really. I would say, Tim, this is this time. I will say, yeah, this yeah, is. Yeah, can, can we just all agree f- that this was actually a filler episode? I don't want to see like, tweets like you only see a tweet filler episode. No, I I'm right when I when I I can smell out a, a filler episode a mile away. That was a filler episode. 100%. Yeah, that had, that had no bearing on the greater. Um, it did nothing. It didn't drive the story universe. in any direction other than they did Sid a favor. And so Sid now owes them. That's it. That's the only thing that would... They could have taken five minutes. 
Yep. I'm a little little disappointed. It is what it is, my friend. It is oh, what well. it is. It was a fun watch, but I'm excited for next week. Yeah. That's it. That's all Kevin's that's got. That's it. That's all it. Right. There, there wasn't much in this episode. It was, I mean, it was tech, I mean, tech was fun. I mean, like he was cool. You know, I mean, yeah. Like, I mean, like that's what happens when you're part cyborg, you know, like. It didn't surprise like me, that. though. I wasn't like. Oh yeah, it wasn't gosh. a nail biter. It wasn't like I was on the edge of my seat. Like, is he gonna die? Oh no! no I was like, no. of course he's gonna fucking win. So. Could you imagine? That's what happens. Like, that's how Tech dies, and then it's up to Omega and Wrecker to like it, tell Hunter and Echo, and they come back. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> Omega's got something to say to you. So I would, I would uh, say this. Do you think what the other gangster said at the end about Sid has any bearing on what's going to happen in the future? That would be the only thing I would say would have any yeah, I think, relevance. I think, I think so, but I, I think that was like Malegi trying to like get them on his side. Maybe. Because he saw how valuable they were. Mm-hmm. That's, what okay. I, that's what I took from that. I didn't think that it was like, he's like, like hey, Sid's going to fuck you. I think it was more so like, she might fuck you, but you should come over here. I'll take good care of you. All right, so it's more like a turf war situation. That's, that's, that was the vibe that I got. All right, I can get I can get behind that. All right, that's it. That's that's it. There was there was nothing in this episode. Great episode. <laughs> Talk about awesome from episode. a great. I mean, it was fun. Again, it was fun, but it it didn't it didn't hold my interest like the previous ones. I, I will say that much. Nah. Um. So yeah, what ha- What what? I will say caught my later. attention. Did you watch the one from Monday Night Football? The trailer. I, I watched the latest one. Okay, yeah, the one that premiered on Monday Night Football. Yeah, I, I went to bed. We got home because we went to Colorado, and we were like, I was exhausted, so I didn't even stay up. I, I watched, like, a, highlights on ESPN and then went to bed. I watched, so I watched the second quarter, and then I w- waited for the trailer, and then I watched the Cowboys drive down the field in the, right out of the gate, and I was like, all right, this game's over. So it must, have, it must have been right after the interception, because when I saw the interception, I turned it off. What quarter was that? Second quarter? Second. Mm-hmm. Okay, six minutes left. No, they waited. They did it at the end of the halftime show. They oh, premiered the trailer. Mm. Yeah. So it, it came at the end of the half halftime trailer or halftime show. I went, I went to um, which the fact that they're having musical artists for like wild card playoff games, halftime show now is like a little bit of a reach. But they're really yeah. trying to drive that viewership. They know that people aren't tuning in. I got Thanksgiving. Like my sister was over the moon that the Jonas Brothers were performing on Thanksgiving. Like that was cool. And they yeah. everyone's sitting on the couch. Like I get that. But like Monday night, first of all, Monday night playoffs was weird. Second, anyway, football. Um, so the Mando trailer, a lot of the scenes were scenes we've seen already, but there was some new stuff. It was. Uh, and significant new stuff. Uh, so I pulled the Easter egg list um, from Games Radar, who does a really good job of pulling Easter eggs out. I will um, say before we jump into that, the one part that stood out to me the most was one of the scenes that they didn't show at Star Wars Celebration. So all of that stuff I saw at Celebration. Like it was the, the leaked trailer from Celebration. The, right. uh, the only things that they added, which I thought was really, really cool, was the TIE Fighters. Yes. So the TIE fighters are, you know, so whose who's cell are we going to go up against? Because um, Moff Gideon's in, he's captured, he's arrested and sent off to New Republic prison. So this could be one of the other admirals that went off into deep space, like in, at the end of Aftermath. Gideon could also be out by the end of the season. Well, I mean, maybe. 
But what if they introduce a new bad admiral? Hmm? Mm? Admiral Ra- Grand Admiral Rampart? Mm? Or vi- he's Vice Admiral, I think. <laughs> My oh, favorite asshole. Imagine. There's a bunch, there's a handful of admirals that at the end of the Battle of Jakku, they, In go, aftermath. Off, they go off into deep space. What if it's my girl? That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Oh man, live action Sloan. What I'm if? in. I'm in. Another, I'm in. Because, listen, it would be another, um, like another bad female lead like we had with, um, uh, 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 in Obi-Wan. Oh, um, yes, her. Yeah, so with having, the, like, starts with having an R. another like a lead female prota- or antagonist, <clears throat> having like, this, a, a, a female bad guy, if you will, like, ooh, that sounds like fun. Evil female, females are like all the rage right now. Think about it. You got Lilith in, in Diablo 4. Uh, you got What's-Her-Face in New World. It's, it's the hot, it's the new hotness. Yeah, I'm lady, all for it. I'm here for it. villains. Yeah, I would lady like to see more. Villains. I would like to see more female villains. I'm down for it. So, yeah, maybe, maybe if Admiral Sloan, oh god, live action Admiral Sloan gets me very excited. She's Cause, she's cause such a badass character. It ties into Ahsoka with Thrawn. Yeah, it would make sense. And it would bring it would bring pieces of the universe together that they need it to would. connect to keep continuity in the story because right now they have so many fragmented things because they're trying to tell stories around the Skywalkers. Uh-huh. Um, and it's difficult, so you do need to tie it to the greater story at some point. We'll see it in just a few weeks. So excited, March 1st, dude. Second thing uh, that the folks at Games Radar picked out was the Kowakian monkey lizard hanging out yes. in the trees. That was good. Uh, that was a fun one. Obviously, we don't know if it's Salacious B. Crumb, who is the Kowakian monkey lizard we know no. very well. Uh, but uh, I would I would assume it's not. No, because um, there's like they, we even saw them in the first season. They were like in cages and stuff, and they were cooking one. That seems to also be Navarro, very built up. Is it? Be- because he's greeted by uh, Apollo Creed. He'll always yeah, be but- Apollo Creed to me. Rock. I mean, I guess so. I. It just it looks so clean and pristine. Like what? It, it was a few months. What happened? How did they do that? Well, he said they were becoming a, a huge trading port and like running legit and all that stuff. So it would make so. sense. Yeah. And droids can do labor a lot quicker than humans. So it being built up in a few months wouldn't be out of the question either. I mean, it looks really pretty. And maybe that's so we'll when they see. come back to it. Like, holy shit. Wow. Look what you've done with the place. You've really cleaned it up. Yeah. Um, in this shot with Pelimoto. I'll read it verbatim. In a few moments in the trailer, a red and white astromech can be spotted. This droid is, in fact, R5-D4, who malfunctioned while Luke Skywalker and Uncle Owen were checking out the droids for sale in A New Hope. That meant they purchased R2-D2 instead, and the rest is history. Now, R5 hangs out with Pelimato in her shop on Tatooine. The the droid can also be seen in the pot of Din Djarin's Starfighter, so it looks like it's off on an adventure in Season 3. shit, R5 gets to go off with Din. That's so good. It's fun. It's so fun. that explains why um, Grogu's sitting in his lap and yes. not in his back pod because he must have put R5 in there. That's awesome, dude. Because I noticed that in the last season, which I thought was really cool, um, I thought that was just an Easter egg. I thought that was just like a little throwback. But knowing that he's going to be like the main droid for, for Din, that's so good. I love how Star Wars always gives like the lead hero a droid. Everybody has a droid. Yeah. 
And I always thought that, like, I always thought Mando was the exception because he has Grogu. But now he's got Grogu and a droid. How far are you into Battle for Jetta? I haven't started it yet. I, I just finished uh, Convergence. All right. Yeah, the droid. There's a droid situation in there that I was going to ask your opinion on, but I'll wait till you uh, dive into it. So with the appearance of Pelimato also means that Tatooine is back. I hate sand. Uh, it's coarse. It's coarse and it gets everywhere. It gets everywhere. Uh, interesting thing that I caught in the trailer and I was like, oh, okay. Uh, Order 66 flashback in the trailer looks very reminiscent of the Order 66 flashback from Book of Boba Fett, which to me screams that we're going to get more information on what happened to Grogu during Order 66. And to put it in the trailer means it's probably going to be significant information as to what happened to Grogu during Order 66. Book of Boba, you mean in Obi-Wan? No, Book of Boba Fett. Is the Order 66 flashback for Grogu? Oh, right, right, right. The the Obi Obi Wan one is what's her face whose name we can't remember Reva, uh, Reva's flashback. But it looked a lot like that too. That's what I thought of. I mean, it's just because it's in the temple in the it inside. Is, I'm tired of being traumatized by this by Order sixty six. What is Filoni's obsession? <clears throat> Buckle up. I mean, it, it's it's think about how significant the moment is and oh, the turning huge. point. So for any anyone who was affiliated with the Jedi Order, it's a it's a big freaking deal. Um. Well, Grogu using his who's, who's gonna who, I guess what hopefully we'll assume we'll figure out who either say like closes him up and pushes and hides him or takes him. Yeah, that's, I, like, in, that's in what I'm hoping. Backs. You know, I, I that's where my my head is at when it comes to them showing it in the trailer. Yeah, it makes me think like we're finally gonna figure out who was the one that got him w- out of the temple. I wonder if they're gonna handle it like they did in season one with Din's flashbacks during the Clone Wars. If it's gonna like you're gonna get like one little bit every so often and then you have to go back and like and then like at the end they piece it all together so you have that like aha moment at the end so when quinlan boss gets grogu out of the jedi temple are we Dude, all that, I mean, like, honestly that would make a lot of sense <laughs> give the people what we want we want live action quinlan boss for the love of god and don't but say like, he was in episode one i what, don't care about that scene what if like the path like like a part of the path was like where Grogu was, you know, and he was just waiting and he, like, and he put him there hoping that a Jedi would have come along and found him. I mean, Quinlan's not stupid. So he would be in, in the know there on what's happening with him. So I don't know. It, it, potentially. Yes, we could. I like, I like that theory a lot. It's, it's fun. It's a fun theory. It's a Jedi that you could introduce to the, the casual fan and a yeah. Jedi that would make the hardcore fan base go absolutely ballistic. Almost definitely. Because we know it's not Obi-Wan that gets him out because he's off planet. We know it's not Anakin because he's busy. Uh, <laughs> we're running out of We know it's not Ahsoka because she's off planet. Yeah, she's on the uh, she's on the ship with the clones. Like we know all of our go to Jedi are busy during this time. We've seen their stories. So it has to be someone and i really hope it's not someone new the only other thing i could think of is is and it wouldn't it would completely screw the timeline from legends but if you wanted to introduce a legends character like a kyle katarn or something oh. that would be your moment but kyle katarn's supposed to be post episode six so yeah i think it would be more in line that like mando would run into him or something on the frontier it could be cal Kestis. no i'm just kidding no was, we know was, what happens to cal during everybody wants cal Kestis to show up live action Sure, but we know what happens to him. We play through it. 
you can firsthand experience that trauma if you'd like. <laughs> so yeah, it has to be someone like that. If it's even someone we know, it could be a new character. I hope it's not. I do hope they do drop someone we know in there, but uh, you know, Kit Fisto. No, he's busy too. We know where he was. They're all busy. So it's definitely has. It definitely has to be someone that you didn't see, you haven't seen in a while. Which I feel like Quinlan's like the only one. What if it's the librarian? I said that last. Oh, what's time. her name? She has I a can, name. I, Isn't she dead though? Doesn't Anakin kills her in the comic book? Ah oh, shit! God, he's that might really be legends though. He's really inconvenient. That might be legends where she gets killed. Let me see. Uh, Star Wars Jedi Temple. She's a full flesh character. Like she's in the book. She has backstory. I forget her name. What is her name? Try archives. She's like the keeper of the archives or whatever. Holy shit. Lore keeper. There you go. Man, I want that job title at some point in my yeah, career. Dude. Wow, there's some hot mommy lore keepers in here. I would love to be it's weird. There's a guy at Bethesda that I love because he is the lore keeper for Elder Scrolls. That's his job, Tim. That's cool. He is keeps Jedi archivist guards and makes sure that the lore in Elder Scrolls is completely con is like consistent. What is this woman's name? Uh, if it's not in the records, then it's not in the records. Jacosta knew. Bless you. Let's see, Canon. Hold on, I'm scrolling down. Ah, uh, yeah, there she is. Let's take a look. Uh, Canon, she dead? Uh, New was forced to watch as Vader access the coveted information, the Kyber memory crystal containing a list of all the Force no known Force sensitive children in the galaxy, which somehow Cal Kestis gets his hands on that. When the troopers regarded with her with contempt for being a Jedi, New told them that Vader was in fact Anakin Skywalker, a Jedi Knight. Oh, she knew. Oh, well, he doesn't have a mask on then. She fights the Grand Inquisitor. Vader then killed all the troops to protect his identity. When New inquired as to what her fate would be, Vader ignited his lightsaber, but met no resistance from New, who accepted her death. Ooh, but she. So he does time. kill her in canon. That's crazy. Yeah, in the comic, she fights the Grand Inquisitor. Yeah, she's a badass. I told her she has a whole fleshed out story. Hands off my books. Really good. So she doesn't die. Rifle. Holy shit. She doesn't die at the temple. She is in hiding. So it's very she. It could be her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a whole section about it. She's hiding. Where's she hiding? Yeah. We also keep in mind, we saw Tara Sanube in Obi-Wan in that amber chamber. The old Jedi with the cane who teaches oh, Ahsoka yeah, yeah, yeah. and she uh -huh. gets frustrated with him. Yeah. So I don't know if we know what happens to Terrace Anube during Order 66 as well. So throw him into the mix. Because he would definitely be in the know on Grogu too. Yeah. I don't know. So here, here's what I want you to do if you're listening today. Send us all your theories on who it could be. Tweet at me and Tim at Darkness429 at uh, KevinXVision on Twitter. Um, or you could do it on Facebook as well. Um, Star Wars Scotch and Tim Starkers 49, obviously there. And um, you can just uh, Kevin Murray on, on Facebook. Um, and uh, send, send us who you think. I'd be interested to hear what other people think because, you know, obviously we don't have all the information. Uh, and I'd be really curious to see what the community thinks on this one. So, uh, and Paul, maybe we put out like a poll or tweet or something asking about it as well. And then we can talk about it last week, uh, next week in a, in a bit more detail. Yeah.
Easter egg ruins of Mandalore. Full shot overhead. We've seen like the side shot. We saw the night of a thousand tears, like all that stuff. I don't think we've yep. ever seen this angle or maybe we did in the previous ones. I don't know. Every time I see it, I'm like, oh, my God, it's Mandalore. And that's so cool. And we're going there and I'm really excited. Um, so gone. Like, oh, it's decimated. It's decimated. If that is the capital, because there's a lot of like dif- different cities that had that same dome structure around it. But I would assume that's the capital city. It has to be. It looks like it. So. Well, he has to go. Purge, gonna... Well, he has to go purge his uh, himself of his transgressions in the waters that flow underneath the throne room, I believe. Yeah. So, or whatever this weird mystic art thing he has to do, which will always remind me of Chappelle's show when Dave Chappelle's doing the Prince skit and he talks about cleansing himself in the waters of Lake Minnetonka. <laughs> Uh, Dr. Pershing's in the trailer. That one caught me off guard because I did yeah. not catch that when I watched it. Uh, he's in a, uh, uh, a transport on Coruscant with a droid. Second of all, Coruscant. So we're yeah. seeing more of Coruscant, which I'm liking. But now this is going to be New Republic Coruscant, which yeah. I, I think we've only seen briefly in clips and whatnot. Um, so but, that means he's like he's working with some dark cell that's like down the lower levels. That would be my guess right like 1313 or something down there mm-hmm. but I, I i don't know maybe he is working for the new republic after we've oh you think he's a double agent Ooh. not a double agent but he was taken away from the empire so maybe the new republic now has him working oh, on stuff kind of like a, a post-world war ii nazi scientist thing mm, yeah exactly like that idea too so i don't know we'll see um but it was interesting to see him and, and the fact they brought him back the highlight of the trailer for me uh, is all of the Mandalorians in the beginning and then the Mandalorians fighting on what I would assume is on the ground in destroyed Mandalore. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like um, I forget which Vizsla John Favreau's character is, but it looks like he's back. Yeah, um, we saw the armor in the trailer, but then we're just seeing all these other Mandalorians, which I'm sorry for for 20 something years at this point, I have dreamed of seeing that moment in live action. <laughs> and it it just made me, I, I screamed like a child. I was like, oh. and I had seen it already. It didn't matter, but I still screamed and yelped again. And my wife like jumped like, what's wrong? I was like, it's a good colors of the helmets. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's, it's so cool to see after playing all the games, discovering all the Mandalorian lore and legends, and now having it put back together in this and, and like run with it, John and Dave run with it do so much more with Mandalorians. To me, they're just as interesting as any force user in the galaxy. Yeah. Just as interesting. So, yeah, it was good. Uh yeah, I'm over the moon seeing like all of them and I hope I hope that brings them back into the universe and we get to see them uh, uh more. The uh I still really like that dropship scene where they're all just like propelling <clears throat> yep. out of the It was so good. Yeah, no, I, I it's It's going to uh, be fun. It, I hope it, yeah. I, I I hope it's just like action packed the whole way through. Like I'm just it feels like it is. It feels like this is going to be like a just an over the top action set of uh, episodes for us. I feel like everything involving the Mandalorians is going to be epic AF. Yeah. Like this season. I think this is their moment. Like this is the 20 years we've waited with Star Wars and this yeah, is Yeah, but it. I, w- I wonder if this is when when like uh like are we going to see like the internal struggle of like uh uh what 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 are the, what's the what's the faction now called? um the night owls no 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 the 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 new version of uh uh 
Death what? Death. The way? Yeah. Yeah. Children, yeah, yeah. The children of the path. Or children of the way. Called. What is it called? It's been so long since we watched Mando. I totally freaking forgot. Isn't it Children of the Way? Children of the Watch. So, do you think we're gonna see? Do you think we're gonna see like how like Death Watch became the Children of the Watch? So, or, like, do you think this is gonna be like Death Watch gonna be like, hey, like we're here and it's time for us to take over again? I think they're gonna work together to take Mandalore back and establish that piece of lore. Like Mandalore's back, but it's still a, a pile of rubble. So now we need to rebuild our society. Okay, well, this guy has the Darksaber, but he doesn't want it. Yeah. Well, too too bad. Well, then then the Mandalorian uh, problem that they've had for centuries kicks in, where it's like, well, I want to challenge him to a duel so I can get the Darksaber and be... I think that's what's going to happen, is they'll unite. Yeah. It won't be the end of the season, right. because now we get to deal with all the politics of the fact that they took their planet back, and now they're... Game of Thrones is shit. Oh, yeah. What other culture in Star Wars can you do that with besides the Sith, who we can't do that with because we're not in that era of Star Wars? They're the only two cultures that are that warlike. I mean, there's probably other ones, but the Chiss. No, the the Chiss? You know more about the Chiss than I do in canon. No, the the Chiss is all political. It's really exhausting. They um, they just try to screw each other from like, like, they just backstab and blackmail each other. So there's no like actual like like real fighting. Okay. Uh, moving along, Babu Freak. Well, is that actually Babu Freak or is that just no? Like, his it's species? it's two, it's his species. They're called the Anzellans. Um, I doubt it's Babu Freak, but my God, they're adorable. Adorable. Look, they're I mean, look. Like, I'm looking at the picture right now. It's like just so cute. Little fur, uh, what are the, what were the uh, Furbies? They're yeah. They remind yeah, the me of Furbies. They remind me of something you'd seen like Dark Crystal or some or like some Jim Henson creation. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, but I mean, they all knew each other, like Henson and, and Spielberg and, and Lucas. They were all buds, so not shocked. Uh, but yeah, no, I just it's so it's so cute. I don't cute. See Are Very they gonna cute. like build something? Uh, and I just love the way they talk. It's hysterical. So um, also, okay. The final thing is there's a droid cantina shot. Did you notice that? I didn't. There was also a droid in there that looked a lot like Chopper, but no one's saying it's Chopper, so I'm keeping my mouth shut on that one. I would, that would be really weird for him to be off on his own. Yeah, during same, this time like period. Model. Unless that means we're meeting Hera this season. Ah, shit. No, why would they introduce <laughs> her in Mandalore? Or in Mandalorian, why wouldn't they introduce her in the Ahsoka show? Because that's pre- what, but we see her in the trailer. Ah. They like to do this shit, Tim. You know God that. Damn their fan service. I don't know. No one has said it's Chopper, and I've scoured the internet, I'm, so I'm keeping my mouth shut on that one. I'm um, looking at the season three trailer real quick. Anyway, in the Droid Cantina, uh, there's a ton of B2s just hanging out in there. I, okay, so so what? My question is this: What happens in a Droid Cantina? Do they drink like oil or something? Like what? What do they? Yeah, they get like they get like oil baths and stuff. All right. Yeah. yeah, there's a ton of B2 droids in there. Um, and then um, just some others that I recognize. Oh, there it is. Oh, whoa. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, I see B2. There's like three B2 battle droids. Um, the guy behind the bar is the same droid from uh, Job of the Hutt's um, palace. palace down there. That does look like R2-D2, but it's not R2-D2. Um, no, it's probably just an R2 astromech. There's a medical droid there. Unless Luke is back this season for some reason. Oh, fuck. 
I don't see Chopper. No, it's not the scene. It was in passing in in another part of the trailer. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, it's not the scene. Hey, while we look for Chopper, do us a favor. Give us uh, like two minutes to take a break and pay some bills and run some ads, and we'll be right back. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. So Mandalorian season three, uh, we're just a few weeks away at this point. It's so exciting. Uh, it's going to have to get up even earlier to watch episodes of Bad Batch and Mandalorian. For- oh, man. How long does Bad Batch go for? Man, Bad Batch goes beyond Mandalorian. It's, it's 16 episodes, I think. Oh, no. I think it runs till the end of March. Or, I think, And it runs through uh, Fallen Order, too. Sequel. Wait, hold on a second. Hold, okay, so I'm going back and watching this trailer. The uh-huh. TIE fighters that are chasing the ship, that's not Mando's Naboo fighter. It looks like Luthen's ship. Oh, yeah, it does. You're right. Oh, my God. Wait, Luthen couldn't show up in this. He'd be way too old. No, but like that, yeah, they're trying to, so unless he changes ships at some point, but he's still in the Naboo fighter. I have a question for you. So you saw the part in the trailer where he picks up like what looks like that ancient Mandalorian helmet, right? Yeah. Do you think they're going to bring in the like, and I know it's canon already, but do you think they're going to go for like the the Mandalore lore? Like the person, the warlord Mandalore lore? You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, like we saw the like the big um, the big skull over the the hideout. Um, the mythosaur the mythosaur skull that was over there and that was the insignia of of mandalore right um so like for them to lean into that more yeah i mean like i feel like they should okay i found it is that oh it might just be r5 that i'm seeing uh it's at 49 seconds i think it's r5 You can see how I could get confused though in, in yeah, a quick. Yeah, it's R five going up into the cockpit or into the droid spot for the Naboo fighter. But you can see how I could get confused in a flash second though, right? No. Oh fuck you. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I mean, like you have you do a Star Wars podcast, Kevin. You should be better. Oh yeah, here we go. I get corrected what, what, at least. What are, what are the fireworks for? I was curious about that as well. Yeah. Maybe it's uh uh. Like, uh, was, was, is it Liberation Day, the day they celebrate Empire falling? I mean, that, that would make sense. Could be. Perhaps. Maybe. Because that's what they replaced. Didn't they replace Empire Day with Liberation Day or something along those lines? They may have. That might have been something in Aftermath. I don't remember. I loved the episodes with after Empire Day. I was like, oh, my God, this is the most, like, like neat Nazi freaking not, fascist yeah. bullshit. Yeah. Uh, they they so round good. them all up and put them in the town square. Just, now go ugh. celebrate with a gun behind them. Yeah. It's, <laughs> no, that's the shit um, that they need to show more of in Star Wars. Like, that's why I appreciated Andor so much, because they really showed the dark side of the, the fascism. Empire. They showed, yep. Yeah, they showed what the Empire was actually based off of. And so it's like they talk about it in the books, but they don't show it enough. So like that, I really appreciated that. Um, 
For the Ahsoka show, uh, they're bringing back Loth Wolves, but they're doing it in live action, which is pretty awesome. So Ahsoka's wolf will reportedly be nicknamed Doom, which we know Doom from if you've watched Rebels. Doom. Which is notably due to st- season four of Star Wars Rebels. In the animated series, a white Loth Wolf continually appeared to Ezra Bridger and Kanan Jarrus, often saying the word Doom to them. The giant wolf in Rebels isn't a direct reincarnation of Kanan, but part of Kanan still lives inside the wolf. And the series director, Dave Filoni, said himself that Doom Wolf couldn't exist until Kanan had died. Bro, is Freddie Prince Jr. going to be showing up? Maybe. Holy shit. I still think... Man, again, I go back to like the, the, the botched ending of episode nine and how everyone on the Internet has done it better by having ev- all of them, all their voices and stuff. Oh, uh, God. Um, so this makes a lot of sense to have like a live action like animal like or like what you, you would see, you would assume. Is, Especially with Ahsoka. Well, no, the reason why is Dave is, is Favreau did all that. He did all this for Lion King and he did it for Jungle Book. Yes. And he did it well. And so it's like this will this will look really, really good. I'm I'm very, very excited. If 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 it's anything like what they did for those movies, like it's gonna feel really natural. It's gonna look great. Um yeah, like the did you ever see the behind the scenes for how they do like the 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 VR, the HTC Vive controller tracking? Yeah, and, because that was that was the and, that was the precursor to the volume was yeah, exactly how they so, did that. Yep. Uh-huh. And so it was like, but for them to do all of that with the animals, it was just, it was so cool because they're doing it like in jungle book. They had a live action person. Yep. They had the, the kid who's interacting with these props, but then you see it in the unreal engine while they're, they're doing it live. It's really cool. Do it live. Very, very cool. Um, yeah, no, plus that too, which means I have a feeling Ahsoka's owl will probably play a bigger role in the show based on what you just said too. Yeah. Like it'll be a little bit more meaning. We may even they may even connect the dots that that's the the sister. I hope so. I really do. Um, if they dive into that aspect of Star Wars in in live action, oh, that's a can of worms. It, it makes sense to do it in Ahsoka as well. It yes. would feel out of place in the other shows, but for like Ahsoka is the closest thing we have to Rebels, and and Rebels kind of went off into that more like mysticism stuff and like you know the veil, um, the stuff on Dathomir. Uh, which is really, really cool. So it makes sense for Ahsoka to be a little more leaning towards that and not so like heavy in the action that we'd get in like in Mandalorian. Ahsoka is also one of the three that went to Mortis. Uh-huh. It was her, Obi-Wan, and Anakin that well, went to almost, Mortis. Well, she almost died. They all did. Well, I mean, no, but like she almost died because of the brother and the sister yes. gave her life energy to Ahsoka. So, like, and turned into the owl. Yep. So like that's the that's the cool thing. And she didn't even know about it. We'll see. That was a good episode. Brad- Damn, that was a really good episode. Oh, so the episodes. That's like that's a few like episodes. Three, it's like three or four, and it's a really, yeah. Really that's good. one of my favorite parts of Clone Wars. Yeah. Um, is is the Mortis episode? There's also more lore behind Mortis if you dig in too, and it's just it gets nutty. Um, everyone thought the dagger from Episode Nine was going to be the dagger of Mortis too, but it wasn't. Um, D. Bradley Baker uh, talks returning as Cody. Uh, on Cody's AWOL status, quote, he is faced with the reality on the ground of what's actually transpiring, of what's unfolding. Well, as the fans know, and I think love about the clones is, and you want to know what? He's right. Like, we're falling more in love with the clones than we ever have 
in the current era of Star Wars, uh, is that the clones exist in a moral universe. They know right and wrong and fair and unjust, just or fair and unfair, just and unjust, and they want the best. And when they see it, they have the humanity and the intelligence to start to inspect the contrary of what may have always been said or believed. So here we have Cody coming face to face now with the reality of what he has signed into or what he stayed loyal to as well as Crosshair, Baker says. And so both of these guys are starting to see very directly and movingly what's up in a way that cannot be denied, excused, or turned away from. Ooh. That was very well said. Yeah, it's really good. I like that. Yeah, and, and it, you know, bringing the moral conundrum to the clones is such an interesting piece yep. because it shows you they're not controlled by a chip. Um, right. They, and even they, if they, they are... They're not cannon fodder. Right. And, and, and at the end of the day, too, even if they're temporarily controlled by a chip, when that wears off, they're capable of making their own decisions. Yeah. Um, so it was, it's, it's nice to have. Uh, you Bradley Baker almost came to, to GCX last year, but we couldn't work oh, out. That would have been so sick. I know. He would have had him on the panel and could have had, had him and Mark going back and forth. <laughs> Yoda and one of the clones. <laughs> Because Mark's favorite impression to do is Yoda. We should get Mark back on after Mando. I'm going to sure. tell Paul. Paul, let's, let's reach out to Mark see if he wants to come on in like April or something. It's been a while. I also t- talked to Alex the other day. We're going to have them back on. Yeah. Um, cool, cool, cool. Uh, last thing before Tim and I get out of here for today, we both finished Convergence. Oh, so uh, I know we're a little behind on the books, but Tim and I can't bang through 15-hour books in a week like like everyone else. Uh, we need some time. So uh, we took our time. My brother got me the hard copy for Christmas, and I was like, oh, it's great. So now I have like the physical copy. But I love hard copies, even if I don't read them, because I'll listen to it, and then it just sits on my shelf like a trophy. There's a whole hilarious Seinfeld episode about that. Did you read it? Yeah, so why do you need it? Um, <clears throat> I... This was not my, I know this is your favorite High Republic book it's one of, I would say it's one of my favorite. Um, I think I think still like Into the Dark is still Into like, the Dark is my favorite. Into yeah. the Dark is still like up there. It was like, damn, that was a really good High Republic book. But this one's really good too. Um, I felt like this could this could have been like a show um, or like the, this could be material for a show. I really enjoyed just like the way that like it, it, it was like a roller coaster ride of like what was going on between two systems, like the, these two planets that share a moon. It was like, it was this really cool, like just like almost like drama. Uh, like and Star we know Wars drama. We know the peace treaty works in the end yeah. because Iram and Arano in the, in the phase one uh-huh. of high Republic are united. They have the, the two Queens rule both planets collectively. So we know that the union eventually works. I can't tell you what's happening in battle of Jeddah, but it's still, the struggle is still there to unite the two planets. I'll just say that. Yeah. Um, I'm about two hours in. It's only it's it's a fully voice acted drama, by the way. It's not a book. Oh, cool! It's like the the Lorna D book. Not, I really like the Lorna D book. I love fun. it, and it's only six hours, so it's you know you just okay. bang right through it. Uh, I, I I like I said, I'm about two hours in, so it's really really good. Um, and uh, but for this book, I will say this, and this is like hot hot take. Although it wasn't my favorite book, it produced my favorite moment in the High Republic to date. Yeah. Like I felt the emotion of the wedding scene Dude, while that was I was listening so to good. it. And that was, that's the reason why it became my favorite book because the way that that was, that was uh, illustrated for me, like in my head, 
It yep. was just like it, it felt like a movie scene. Like this whole idea of like they had the music, the wedding music's going on. These two lovers are being united, and she pulls out a fucking pistol and shoots a bounty. It was just so good. They're saying their vows with the co-chancellor of the Republic like leading the ceremony. She's in a dress, like pulling blasters out of her garters and her yeah. boots and stuff, and he's black. And they're like literally shooting bounty hunters while they're saying their vows, and the Star Wars music's playing in there if you have not read this i'm sorry but saying, like oh my god it could be a star wars like like drama movie it was just i like, don't think oh. a book has hit that well in such a, like an emotional good moment yeah. in, in, a, in a while like we've had our moments with all the star wars books and i've been reading some other books that are good uh but that moment was so good it was so well written and so well voice acted and described oh like one of one of the best book moments in star wars history in my opinion it's just really like so it. so good and like you said, the mental image of them, like, just like, pow, pow. I, did it, like I thought of like, a, what was it? Mr. And Mrs. Smith. Yes. That's it what it's like, felt like. Yeah. It was just, it was fun. It was really, really good. Um, I really liked um, uh, the, what, what the fuck is his name? The, 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 the son, the spoiled. Brad. Axel Greylark. Axel Greylark is, oh, he was fun. Really, really yeah. enjoyed his character a lot. Um. Yeah, I mean, like everybody was everybody was enjoyable. I mean, like the Je- what was kind of fun is that the Jedi were kind of like a sub piece to the story. Like they weren't really like they were there, but it was it was really mainly about like Arano and Iram and like this whole like this like how these systems work and stuff. It was really cool. It was mostly about uh, Gela was the the main Jedi for this one, uh, and I didn't like her at first, but by the end of the book, like I liked I her felt- a lot towards the end. Yeah, and I felt her pain with Axel because betrayal was oh, big yeah. for her well there was she was definitely like teetering teetering on the line of like flirtation with him um yep. where she kind of like you could feel it like oh there's some sexual tension here uh yeah. but yeah i mean like it makes a lot of sense when like you you feel like you could trust someone wholeheartedly and because she she couldn't read him she had a hard time reading him and i think that's why she got so fixated on him yeah and you, yeah, because you didn't read the book before this, the bad one. Um, no, and that's why like, you got introduced I'm, to the mother at, towards the end. But like the mother shows up halfway through this book, and like so you start learning about like the the children of Arano and and like of the path and things like that. So the only thing you need to know from the previous book about the mother is that she has what is like the infantile stage of the first leveler. That's it. Right. You told me that, and then also they mentioned the uh, the gaze electric, which I thought was really cool. And you had told me yeah. that she, that's her ship, and like that makes sense. Why? Um, what's yeah, and it's either? called the you know. And now Martaro is the herald who sees the paths. See where this right. is going. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm just. I'll say this: the first book I did not like at all. This book I, I thought was great. I thought it was yep. one of the best books in the series so far. Everyone is saying. And what Tim was telling me is everyone's saying Battle of Jeddah is like the end game for phase two. Yeah, a lot of people in the comments about it were saying like, if you thought the like the first book in phase two was like, um, what do they say? They equated it to like Iron Man. Uh, the second one was like Captain America. And the third one is the Avengers. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's that's pretty dope. Yeah, no, it's 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 cool. I'm I'm. Like I said, I'm about two hours in and the action started about an hour in. So they lay the groundwork, familiar characters, new characters. By the way, one question since we were talking about Quinlan before we get out of here, too. So we have all these pathfinders, right? Like Yellow's saying, I'm going to go to the council and be a pathfinder. Yep. Um, I feel like at some point they must have gotten rid of the pathfinder thing because 
obviously the lore. I'm, we're saying it backwards, but to keep consistent with lore, there's no more Pathfinders by the t- or that we know of. Right. But Quinlan really feels like a Pathfinder, doesn't he? I mean, he's about as close as you can get to one. Yeah. I know he's a Beastmaster. I know that's part of his force trait, but he he's they send him off. He kind of manages himself and does his own thing. Yeah. I don't know. Just he feels like a Pathfinder. Um, but uh, yeah, so they they set up the the Pathfinder stuff for Gela, and then um, in the in the next book, this is like five minutes in, so I'm not spoiling it. She is a Pathfinder in the next book, so okay. she got her approval and she moves cool. forward. But you're gonna meet two new Jedi in this book. Um, one's gonna remind you of Stellan Geos big nice. time. Um, but uh, I don't, I can't, I can't say anything. <laughs> the hour the action starts about an hour in so they're gonna lay the groundwork for you for the first hour you're gonna meet familiar characters you're gonna meet these new jedi um they talk about the union between the the prince and the princess um and how you know all of the political trouble they're not in it so there's an ambassador from iram and an ambassador from erino um who don't like each other um and then sick things go from there there's a santeca in it too i won't tell you his place but there's a santeca in it as well so i and again with the gaze electric the paths and we have to get is her name uh, is it Lori santeca the one that markion had in the ship so, yeah something like that yeah yeah we still haven't santeca, met her it is a santeca. yeah but it's it's we still haven't met her so i'm just they got me like at first I was like, why are we going back in time? I'm like, now I need to know how we get from this series of events to that series of events. Yeah. This jumping around is going to, is crazy. And what happens at the end? Uh, so once we're done with battle Jetta, what happens next? Do we get another set of phase two books or are we done? Yeah. With- there's a second, there's a second part of phase because two. Certain, and then like there's certain people that they talked about during the presentation that they did for the high Republic during um, Star Wars celebration. And they were, mm-hmm. they were talking about like the scouts and all these other like thing, like people that were going out and doing things that we still haven't even met yet. Yeah. I like that they talk about Yoda and Convergence too. They're like, oh, Master Yoda. They just mention him. And I was like, yeah. hopefully we actually get to know more about what he's doing right now. He was in one of the other books briefly. It might have been the one. I can't remember which one it was. He was. He shows, it it might have been just, the one I just read. But he just shows up. Like it's, it's nothing like it's nothing crazy. Well, he has his own comic too for High Republic. It's, right. it's the IDW one is, is all Yoda. I haven't read them yet, but okay. he has his own comic. Um, I, I have a comic? feeling. Yeah, it's yeah. IDW did it, not Marvel. I'll send it to you. Okay. Um, I have a feeling this is post or during Yoda's flirtation with the dark side. Because oh, remember I'm, in the in the other High Republic books, they're like Mr. Yoda's on a leave of absence. Yeah, I'm just I I found I found the different yeah I found the comic book interesting. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, like we've been saying that for a while now. We really feel like this is gonna be when he like starts playing around with stuff like that. Why don't you play with me more? Um. Yeah. So we'll see. But there uh, is, there is a well. He shows up in one of the High Republic Marvel comics. Yes, one he's in a few of them. Skier. Yeah. Skier. He, He's 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 the anchor to everything we know. That's why. Right. So they just keep looping him in and, and looping We're gonna him have out, to so. read some of these. There's one. There's one High Republic adventure comic with Markion on the front. In his in his mask. Ah oh, shit, dude. There's. There's just not enough time in the day, Kevin. 
These look good. All right. Well, maybe we'll get caught up on comic books. I've been reading them again. I started rereading the other ones um, on Saturday mornings with coffee, and it's been nice. So I'm just going to slowly blow through them. Well, all right. That's it for episode 115 of Star Wars and Pizza. I mean, Scotch. Um, oh, man, we hope you. Sick, pizza and Scotch. I don't know if that pair will. So... Yeah, I don't think so. There's only one way to find out. Paul, no, add that no, to the no, notes. No, no, pass. Don't do it. Paul, add that to the notes. I know a place with vegan cheese, Tim. No. It'll be fine. <laughs> fine. We'll just order. Disgusting. We'll order gourmet Papa John's then, okay? Sound Excellent. good. Excellent. I'm glad we brought that back. Good job. <laughs> Make sure you head over to Tim's Facebook channel, fb.gg slash darkness429. Tim's live 9 a.m. Eastern most days, uh, but definitely weekdays. So pop over there, say what's up, talk to him about Star Wars. He's always talking about Star Wars with his chat. So um, feel free to join the cult, I mean community. Uh, and he's darkness429 everywhere else on the internet that you would like to uh, check him out. I'm uh, kmagic101 on Instagram, KevinXVision on Twitter, and everything I do is at raredrop.co as the company Tim and I own and uh, all sorts of cool stuff and uh, services we provide in the entertainment and event industries. Okay, good. Any other services we do not provide. So don't even try. Yeah, no, no. I was very specific there and I did not say adult entertainment for you yep. sickos. I just said entertainment. Calm yourselves. Tim's not, you can't pay Tim to come to your house and take your shirt off. Ah, Kevin, why would you give them those ideas? <laughs> I just put it out there. Uh, <laughs> you can follow Star Wars Scotch. Uh, we're on all the platforms, Star Wars and Scotch or Star Wars Scotch. Uh, make sure you check us out. Uh, news episodes, and we will put the word out on, again, I'm curious to hear what you all think about who got Grogu out of the Jedi Temple uh, during Order 66. So please follow up with us on that. We'll be back next week with episode 116. We'll talk about that, whatever Star Wars news comes our way, and the new episode of Bad Batch Season 2. Uh, so we'll see you then, Tim. May our, uh, the force be with you. May our, uh... may the force be with you. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.